Hello and welcome to Game and Makeup, a video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Tucker, and with me always is the one and only incomparable. It's Big Mac, Haley McLean. Haley, oh, how are I you? I like Big Mac. Why? It's your last name. <laughs> it is my last name, but the big part I don't love. Oh. <laughs> but we'll roll with it. We're rolling with it. We're going with it. How are you, Haley? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm very good. How's your 2023 been so far? Fine. I mean, we had COVID. We did have COVID. So that was kind of a bummer, but now we don't. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Absolutely. Really coming around. Uh, yeah. You can actually, last episode is the first day I felt sick. And in the episode while we're recording, I start coughing. It's true. That's the first coughs of COVID. It's a piece of history we'll so always how have. watch. <laughs> <laughs> actually, a little known Easter egg. It's when you're watching Lord of the Rings and he kicks the helmet. You'd be like, that's where she got COVID. That's her getting COVID. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my 2023 has been pretty good. Besides from that, thank you for everyone for your lovely reactions to our uh, yeah. welcome back episode. It was very much appreciated. And we're excited. Look at us two weeks later is doing another, another one. episode right away. We're, cr- we're crazy. I know. Uh, unfortunately, we are going to start off this episode on a bit of a down note, uh, which is just to say we want to extend our condolences and heartfelt uh, feelings to all those who were recently affected by the layoffs in the video game and tech industries this past week. It's very, very sad, and we hope all of the people who were affected um, land on their feet and get wonderful jobs elsewhere, because I'm sure you're all very, very talented. It's not that no one's not talented, it's that the industry is so annoying. Yeah. It's uh, it's really unfortunate, and you know, a lot of great content creators that I watch are not with respective platforms anymore, and great developers of games I play are not yeah. with their companies anymore. So it's uh, very sad, and we hope you will wish you all the best. My Twitter feed was just everybody being like, yep. Me too, and it was like, oh. But hey, you extended you extended some advice to people about law. Yeah, there's a potential outlet. Well, I saw a lot of people making the the very like appropriate connection between PR because a lot of games journals end up in PR because there's just more job security. It's very transferable skills to PR and communications mm-hmm. types of things. But what I think people don't realize is that also, like, if you do journalism, you're, like, 50% of the way there to being a really good lawyer, I think. You just need to learn the law. <laughs> and that's pretty easy, right? Yeah, it's pretty easy. I've heard it's pretty easy, the it's law. It's just super, like, I totally get how that's super niche and expensive. And sure. It's, like, kind of hard to access that type of career. But uh, if it's something you're interested in and you're a journalist and you're leaving journalism, that's what I did. I went into law. And honestly, reading, writing, interviewing. Those are, like, the main things I do every day. You read and write to learn the law and like write down things for clients and you interview your clients to get more information to make your work better. That's what journalists do all the time. It's just different, like a different industry. So I think it's really yeah, transferable. Sounds like they could also it be really just... good detectives. <laughs> yeah, they could just be Sherlock Holmes too. Like, <laughs> just like, just uh, tell me about it. Let me write down your little notepad. Yeah. It's like, great. They want to be, you want all the journalists to be with cops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. We need more of those, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yes, so again, our condolences to them. Uh, moving on to the actual episode, we're going to start things off. What we've been playing, and Haley, you got a lot to talk about. You play a lot. So we're going to start off with, why don't we start with your, um, when your games of the year, your game of the year, it was your final game of the year, was it not? No, it was Cult of Lamb was my game of the right, year. This is your number two. It was like three. Three? Yeah. Well, you've wrapped it up. Tell us about your final thoughts, without spoilers, of course. You know, know. your classic thing. Uh, Your final thoughts on uh, Pentiment. I loved Pentiment. Yeah, it looked awesome. It's so good. Um, I mean, I talked about it a lot last episode, Mm -hmm. and I kind of... Just briefly, briefly. uh, Thoughts. (laughs) I started talking about 
the pagan and Christian mm-hmm. ideology clash of the 14 and 1500s, but I won't go back into that. <laughs> right. I'm a nerd for that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. Uh, there definitely was like a part where it got really slow and I was like, oh no. And I kind of started like losing my mm. chug with it. And a little I was, long in the tooth. And then, but then it picked up at the very end. Nice. Again. There was definite like three fourths of the way through, like two hours where I was like, what are we doing? And I got kind of bored and then it got really good again. It was fine. Um, just really cool. Like such a unique experience. I like how that studio is doing stuff like that now. Yeah. It's obsidian. Absolutely. Um, just like really unique. And I love how the premise of the game is completely tied in with like the menus and the aesthetics of the game and everything I've talked about before, but like you're in a book. So like when you go to a new area of the map, it's a, it, the page turns in the book. If you are talking to somebody, proper nouns and names get highlighted and you can click on them mm-hmm. and it goes out of the game to give you explanation on those things. So they they might be like talking about a city. You're like, what the heck is that? You click on it. It's like a city founded and blah, blah, blah. And it gives you more inf- information. Is this context. an educational game? Yeah, super educational. Oh, God. And, uh, For nerds? <laughs> oh, it's, I tweeted about this, but there's a bibliography in the credits. I love I that. saw that in proper formatting. Really good formatting. I written dozens hundreds of bibliographies at this yeah. point it tickled it my english great. major brain too yeah when i, saw I was you like post it. i like stopped and was reading all the books they mm-hmm. and it's all the historical text from the 1500s that would have been used at that time everything's completely historical historically accurate they must have had so many history nerds on on the team oh so, I mean, like, you, you would have had to talk about that yet that didn't come out to a little bit you know what i mean like, <laughs> sure it was really good i loved it nice do you think I know, obviously, there could be lots of ways the story plays out. Do you think you'll do a replay of the game anytime soon? No, because I kind of looked into... Oh, really? Without spoiling, I kind of yeah. looked into how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of know after Telltale, you're like, what happens if you act? Sure, yeah, yeah. And you just want to know, like, yep. what if I kissed her? Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and, like, I don't... Th- there's definitely people who might want to replay it. I think I got what I want out of it. Sure, you, you had your experience, and that's... You want to keep like it as ending. that experience? Yeah. Nice. And I think the ending, there's not too many different endings. It's more the middle that gets changed. Right. It's always about, like, defining who your character is, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It was cool. What That's are you all... playing? Well, no, we're, you still, we're going to do all yours oh, first. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Pentiment, very cool. Still on Game Pass, probably will be forever, because it is a Microsoft and Xbox uh, published game. It's so good. So, play yeah. it. Like, just try it out. The first. I am hours, definitely going to play it at some point. There's sure. a really cool aspect to it where you share meals with people, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like you sit down and like if you're having a meal with a poor family, it'll just be like bread and cheese. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll sit down with like the abbot and you're having like quail and bread mm-hmm. and tart for dessert and all this stuff. Ooh, and tart. like, you know, like that's cool. I haven't seen that gamified before. Mm-hmm. It like changes the mood of who you're talking with. And I also saw that like if you're like talking with like poor people, their handwriting is like worse. Yeah, it's like scritchy scratchy. As opposed to the rich who have like very nice, you know, big old Latin, big L's. Yeah, like you're a scriptographer who works with other scriptographers. So like when you're up in the scriptorium, there's someone. Right- <laughs> there's no way that's what it's called. The, the must, I think that's what it was the called. Scriptorium. I'm pretty sure. That's Sounds like what- Professor Farnsworth invention. <laughs> <laughs> when you're with the monks who are also working with you, they yep. have amazing, beautiful handwriting when they talk. But then right. yeah, I'll go home. I'll, I was like staying with a farmer, and I went home, and it was like scratch, scratch, scratch. Uh, okay. It was like really ugly. And there's a printmaker. And his words are printing press letters. And it sounds like the printing press when he talks. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
Very cool. Well, so you playing Pentiment, which kind of is a nice little segue into the next couple games we're going to talk about. It's hard to put you on because Pentiment is not itself a point and click adventure game. I think it is per se. Uh, maybe Do you solve puzzles with things from your inventory? There's like a few. Okay. Very few. Though. Sure. But obviously inspired by a point yeah. and click adventure game. There was like one hard puzzle and then like three easy ones. Right. Even even that early first Walking Dead game also had like inventory puzzles. That's like, a point and click adventure game. Yeah, but then like season two and three like weren't at all. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway, we're actually about we're gonna talk about a good point and click adventure game. Uh, we're talking about Grim Fandango. Yeah. Is this your first time playing Grim Fandango? Yeah. Do you like Grim Fandango? I liked it. I mean, I'm not done it. No. Um, I'm probably done chapter two ish area. I think there's okay. five chapters. Sounds that sounds. I haven't played it in years. So that sounds about I'm right. Playing the remastered version mm-hmm. also on Game Pass. Game Pass is pretty cool. Um, we're starting to become like a Game Pass. <laughs> I play all my games on Game Pass. Are you kidding me? Like, why would I play anything cheap. else? So, I... And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, it's really good. I mean, I I was like, I googled best point and click adventure games. Yeah. And then like some article that was like top twenty five, and Grim Fandango was like in the top three for every single like listicle I saw. I mean, I'm sure that top ten of that list was probably mostly Tim Schafer games, which this yeah. one is. Yeah. Um he's from LucasArts. Yes, right? so he was he worked on like early stuff and then Psychonauts. He was Psychonauts and then his main point and clicks before Grim and Dango were like uh Day of the Tentacle and Full Throttle. Which all are, the ones you like. Oh I'd love Day of the Tentacle. Monkey Island? He worked on Monkey Island, like the later Monkey Islands, but like uh. Monkey Island is mostly Ron Gilbert. Okay, I don't know him. But he worked on like Monkey Island four and five, which are like the ones that aren't revealed, revered as well. Oh, okay. But you know they're still fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Grim Fandango. Tell me, like, tell, tell me about it. Tell me about what's what's it about? It's uh, it's a fun pres. It's a fun concept. It's mm-hmm. like you're you're like a corporate goonie for like hell, I guess. Sure. It's, and or limbo, I suppose, purgatory. And uh, so the concept is like I'm sure it's it's very intertwined with like Mexican culture, understandings of the afterlife, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just like playing on those with like, doing its own thing. Right. Um, I don't know as much about that, but um, you're Manny, and you are trying to sell it like pseudo insurance insurance packages to dead people. Sure. And like you want to get like the nuns because then you can sell them like this expensive ticket on like the train mm. to get to get to afterlife in only four days but he keeps getting like shitty people who suck so he has to sell them like a walking cane for like a dollar right um and i guess the understanding is like he needs to make enough money to pay back so he can go to the afterlife i guess i don't really understand that aspect of it yep. so much but the puzzles are really interesting like mm-hmm. like it's not really a spoiler because it's in chapter one but like yeah. you have to ruin this machine and to do it you like send gunk down the letter hole and i was like Oh, that's cool. And some of them are really hard, though. Right. Is that a common complaint? So this is sort of my issue, not just with... Because, like, I didn't finish Grim... I played Grim Fandango years ago. It was free on PlayStation. I played it on PS4. It was yeah. free on PlayStation Plus. And I got to a point where I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to Google it because the whole point... Then then just, like, that's, like, the whole game is figuring out puzzles. So I, so I was like, I'm not going to Google it. And I tried... I'd rather f- Google it and finish, though, than I, never See, now it. I probably would have, but then I yeah. was very stubborn. And I was like, I'm that's not fair. doing it. Um, yeah. So I got stuck and never went back. But here's like like a problem that like I love point and click adventure games, but I feel a, a pretty common problem is that eventually the puzzles boil down to I have six things in inventory. I'm gonna click on everything with everything else until yeah. something happens. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes like there's a couple of great puzzles in you know Day of the Tentacle or full and, and Grim Fandango that are obviously very intuitive and you're like ah that makes so much sense. Yeah. But like some of them are just like like moving the pigeons. I remember Grim Fandango yes. is really dumb. That was really stupid. You had to put a cat <laughs> balloon in a basket. And I'm like right. what? Sure. Like, 
You can't, and you also have like four other balloons. You can't put any of those in. Right. So I tried to put the dingo balloon in, and it was like that wouldn't work. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. So then I went and tried like twelve other things, and then I looked at a guide because it was like forty minutes, and it was only. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, it's no. Your time is valuable. And it was I like, totally put understand. The cat in this, and I was like, what? How would I have thought like birds are would be as scared of a dingo too? Yeah. Not just a cat. Like that. Like that definitely does happen, and sure. that that does suck when that happens. Yeah, it's just because it's not like I get like what it is because like that's what makes the game long is like because you can like beat this game probably in, like an hour and a half you know the solutions to all the puzzles yeah, you skip the cutscenes yeah which is fine yeah but yeah it's it's just not it's just like a an like, problem no, with the game think of that you're like yeah Ugh. and like and I, i'm sure i'm sure it takes a lot of effort to come up with those like sort of puzzles and solutions oh, in your God, game yeah. but like yeah oh yeah it's a problem i have and this is actually really nice about the new monkey island yeah. is that like there's just a hint button yeah. That, like, you just click it, tell, and, but it doesn't explicitly tell you what the solution is. It's more like, look over here, it kind of sparkles, like, that's yeah. where you kind of should be maybe looking. Uh, and then I think you can actually turn up to, like, okay, now give me the actual solution. I still can't figure it out. So it sort of has, like, levels of, like, a little bit of a hint, uh, as opposed to just flat out. Because also, another thing I do hate, I'm thinking of, like, God of War Ragnarok. Oh, where like it spoils it in five seconds. Like well, it's me. like he, okay, I'm into a room with a puzzle, and then Atreus is like, "It's this, father, do this." I'm like, "Can you give me a goddamn second to figure <laughs> it out?" We should probably hit that branch. <laughs> so, and like, and it's a reason why, like, I haven't still gone back to God of Ragnarok. Because honestly, that did put me off quite a bit. I do, and you can't turn it off. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there a slider? There's not. That's stupid. You can't be like, I'm like, can you trust me to not be an idiot? I'm an adult. <laughs> like, I can yeah. figure out the freeze the block puzzle. Yeah. Sony. Anyway, so like I think there's a fine line between like the game yelling at you the solution and then something so obtuse and dumb that like some point click adventure games have. Yeah. Uh, and I do remember there's a lot of those in Grim Fandango. 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 But yeah, great game, and I'm excited to see you uh, finish it up because I remember yeah. I didn't finish it, but I got to like chapter you know chapter four, four and I was really really like yeah, the story goes in a lot of weird places from what I remember. Yeah. So it's very cool. I'm in like the forest. Yeah, if that's helpful. yeah, it's like part two ish. You're like that's yeah. like you know a couple hours in. Okay, yeah, nice. That's fun. I like it. Yeah, it makes it makes me want to go back and play like Day of the Tentacle and Full Throttle. I haven't played again. like any of those. Oh, they're oh man, Day of the Tentacle is classic. I know. Like I'm kind of on a stint right now of these. I want to go back and play like the older ones that came out when I was a kid. Yeah, but I just didn't have a PC, so I couldn't play them. Well, someone who grew up playing like Nancy Drew games, they're essentially the same thing. I love Nancy Drew. Yeah, Nancy Drew games have better puzzles than some of these games. Nancy what I've Drew seen. Games are amazing but no one <laughs> takes them serious oh my god they're so good and nancy like, for nancy for smash like so there's like 50 of them so like <laughs> that's too much so like 20 of them are mwah, amazing and then like yeah. 30 of them and then like 20 of them are okay and 10 of them are bad like how about that you should uh absolutely stream your nancy drew games tier list oh my god i would love to but the thing is i played some of them in like 2002 so yeah. i have to like remind myself what happens and that's the puzzles are good. i've been replaying a few of them they're amazing you talk about like uh humans would know that all of them make sense sure. all of the solutions and, that, make and those sense. are like primarily aimed at like a younger crowd as well yeah but the you can put master detective in the puzzles oh part. really and you, that's you know cool. you talk about wow. puzzles like there's so many puzzles and they're so unique i learned roman numerals from nancy drew 
I didn't learn that shit in school. I learned that from an Nancy Drew puzzle in like the carousel one in 2002. I love that most gamers be like, I learned from rules from Final Fantasy. And he was like, I learned from Nancy Drew and the secret of Blue Moon Canyon. Like, oh God, that's literally title. I know. I've, se- I've seen your Steam library. Yeah. I have a bunch. They're so expensive on Steam. They should be a, they should be $5. You, but you could probably 30. go to like a value village or something and find old box copies. Of I them. have them yeah. at my parents' house probably. And I mean, I had an account with Big Fish. This is actually a really funny side story. Okay, yeah. My mom got it. so mad at me when I figured this what, out. Now, what is Big Fish? Uh, it was like a publisher. It has a website. They sell a lot of those games that are like the weird like search ones, like I Spy. Oh, okay. Like Where, Grumps play. Where's Waldo and stuff? No, like, like you know, like, we were watching them play one of those. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you click and you oh, find Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah. It's just like, it's the like a room full of crap. Chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... My grandmother used to love those games. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, uh, she played them all the time so on her PC. They sold, though. Big Fish was like the publisher of Nancy Drew for a while. Okay. Uh, so they have this website where you buy them off the website if you don't have a physical copy. And I used to get physical, but anyways. So I was like, I really want to buy a bunch of Nancy Drew games. Uh, this was back in 2014. <laughs> You're going to... Have I ever told uh, this? No, I don't think Sorry. so. So I uh, <laughs> signed up for their monthly program where you get, a, oh you get a coin a month for staying on the program and it costs like $4 a month. Uh-huh. And a coin, you can buy you a game. So it's like, oh my God, I can play Nancy Drew One coin game. equals one game? Yeah. Oh, wow. So That's like, a pretty good deal. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't four. Maybe it was like ten dollars a okay, month. Okay. Yeah. And I forgot. I and I signed up with my mom's credit card. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot. And the mom was getting charged ten dollars a month for like a decade from Big Fish. And How many I, coins did you have? <laughs> <laughs> so one day she calls me oh and she's gosh. like, "My card is getting flagged for fraud." She's mm-hmm. like, "What's Big Fish?" And I was like, I because I didn't, I didn't hadn't remember. thought about Big yeah. Fish. It, it, this was a decade ago, and I was like, oh my god, I have no idea what does that mean. And oh she's like, god. she's like, they make video games, so that's why I'm calling you. She's like, did you do something with my card on Big Fish? And I was like, and I googled Big Fish. It was like Nancy Jane. I was like, oh my god, I may have signed up for an account. She's like, I've lost hundreds of dollars, <laughs> and I logged into my account, and I had so many coins. So did you buy the Nancy Drew game? I like, well, this was on my, I didn't have my computer. Oh, now. this is like your family PC. Yeah. Oh my God. So I like got a, I used the coins for a bunch of them and I even texted like my friends and I was mm-hmm. like, cause like I have one friend who liked the Nancy Drew games. I was like, log onto my account and download whatever you want. I have a million <laughs> coins cause they were expiring in like 2019. Right. Or like t- maybe it was 2021. Sure, sure. Recently. And mom was so pissed and I paid her <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing but yeah big fish this is like v bucks before v bucks you were just like one of those kids who like buys a coin mom i want big fish coin to buy the nancy drew blue mountain skin <laughs> i want the nancy drew special detective cat no. that i can't see because it's a first person that's game. amazing yeah that's incredible i can't believe i never told you that that's so funny i was so embarrassed when i figured it out <laughs> i was like i may have the premium monthly account <laughs> Like there's like probably there's like one person who works at this publishing company. He's like, man, this lady really loves these coins, man. I probably was the only person because like, who would ever sign? Up? You'd have one coin, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. No one would ever 
long term, yearly maintain that unless they're they don't even have that many games that they. It's their bank. It's like with all these like streaming services, they hope you just get it and then forget to cancel. They 100 percent knew I just forgot, and they were just letting it flow, yeah. letting it fly. <laughs> that's amazing. So embarrassing, but nature games are really good. Yeah, was, <laughs> that's an incredible, incredible side tangent. I yeah, love that. Sorry. Uh, no, that's great. We have a lot. Let's all go, baby. Um, <laughs> let's talk about your final game here. Yeah. Um, certified classic according to some your most popular tweet ever thank you jacob <laughs> um, uh, oh, tell me about context of that in a second. uh disco elysium i really like it oh yeah. my gosh well I, okay so the joke we just made was i tweeted like the most basic tweet of all time i was i was like excited i'm gonna play disco elysium and uh Jacob Geller, a friend of the show, very prolific nice YouTuber, min max contributor, YouTuber, wonderful like, person. Go go consume his content, Jacob Geller. Mm-hmm. Um, he just replied to my tweet and he was like, "Oh, good, Haley, because it's the best game ever made." And I was like, "Oh, fun!" But like, Jacob has such a huge following on <laughs> everything, so like, my Twitter was. <laughs> It's full of all of Jacob's fans like being like, Discolusium is the best. You're lucky. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna love it. Like, it was really sweet, actually. So I that tweet has like 500 likes, and wow. I normally get like 15. <laughs> yeah, maybe on a good day. <laughs> on a good day. Like, I'm still getting like likes like right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I tweeted it like two days ago. That's amazing. So it just made me laugh. Like, because you know, Jacob has an amazing video on Disco Elysium. So. I haven't seen that one because I, I I don't want it to spoil. I still haven't played Disco Elysium. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want it to be spoiled by that's, it. But I don't uh, think there's spoilers in it. Oh no, that's good. <laughs> oh no, I wish there was. Um, but yeah, so I played. Uh, I'm on uh, like five hours in. Mm-hmm. I tried to play today, but I got too busy. Sure. Um, oh, it's great. I'm playing Disco Elysium: The Final Cut, so it has voice acting. Yes, voice acting is really good. Is it good? The voice in your head voice. Mm-hmm. It sounds just like who's the voice of Knuckles? It, um, Alba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. <laughs> I was like, like I thought you were like, like, you're like video game Knuckles. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> Who's Knuckles? <laughs> oh my god. But uh yeah. Yeah, it's like that voice is very good, and that's the most like that's the voice you hear the most. The voice in your head telling me about like I don't like what does that mean? Well, it's such an interesting game because I still don't really know what it means. So like mm-hmm. you have all these things you can max out, and some of them are like obvious, like endurance. Um, being charismatic, being flirty, like whatever, like you can level those up and then it unlocks more things and you roll a dice on things. So like if you have a really high level of endurance, for example, I was trying to take a dead body down from a tree, but I had really low endurance. Mm -hmm. So I kept having to roll and I would fail and he'd throw up and it was like, level up your endurance more to try again. So now I have to go and gain experience doing other things, level up my endurance, come back and try again. And this time I have like a 35% chance of succeeding, but I failed three times. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like forest or if it's just the game. Luck. Well, 35% isn't very high. No, it's not. But like it started at like 17 yeah. and then it was like 35 mm-hmm. and now I'm at like 56 and I'm still failing. Sure. Even though I'm leveling up my endurance. Like that's interesting. Um, but then like there's also you can level up like shiver which like gives you more like intuition so you'll be like talking to someone and if your shiver's high it's like something's off with him and oh, okay like, and like let you ask another question and stuff like that and your character is like a detective in this yeah game? but he wakes up and he has no idea what where he is or who he is oh okay which is like plays really well into the gameplay sure. because you're like you're, what you're, shiver you're <laughs> making your character who they are yeah but it's really funny because there'll be moments where like you go up to someone they're like hey how are you and you have to be like do you know my name <laughs> like you have to say that but in a not insane person way right so i was on the phone with like the police um like that i worked for like the unit or whatever yeah, yeah. and the guy's like oh hey how are you he's like good and then like my prompts were like 
tell me my name because <laughs> he just wanted to hear someone be like your name's dave but like mm-hmm. i still don't know his name right but i said that and the guy was like you're being weird and i was like eh, never mind because <laughs> like he just wouldn't say it <laughs> sure sure um it's really cool and like the the art style is cool and then this this other part of it too that i'm still trying to figure out what happens but you internalize thoughts right and they you internalize them based on the in-game time. Mm-hmm. So there was like one complex thought was, I can't remember what my home address is. So I put it into like a little chamber to internalize it. And I had to think about it for six hours. And then once I thought about it for six, in like in, not me in, hours. In, in-game, in-game time. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it gave me bonuses. I was like, oh, I remember, okay. I kind of remember a hill and I, whatever. And then it gave me like plus two endurance buff for like a while or something. Okay. Like, it, and you internalize thoughts like that. And that's, I, I feel like it's going to go a lot of different ways. Just like, really unique game systems i've never seen before so like all the actions are determined by dice roll so like so is there combat in the game um you can like chat like there was this beefhead guy and like you have five health and five morale okay and if you like so i didn't have very high physical attributes but i was like i'm gonna try to fight him because like whatever so i was like I had a 17% chance, so I rolled and I lost. Oof. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, I was just trying to see how the Sure, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was just, like, grabbed my fist and, like, slammed me to the ground and punched me. And then he was like, say you're a dirty cop. And I, like, refused. And he, like, twisted my hand, so Ooh. I lost to health okay. and a morale. And I was like, oh. he's like, say it. And then I could say no again, but I knew I'd lose more health. So I was like, I'm a dirty cop. And he's like, that's what I thought. So I didn't lose out more okay. health. Like, stuff like that's pretty cool. Right. I tried to bust a door down, but I was like... Like, I didn't have high enough, like... Strength, constitution or something. And I, like, just hit the door, and, like, he hurt his arm, and I lost the health. Cool. So I think if you lose all five health, you die. Yeah. So. Neat. You kind of have to balance it. Like, oh, I don't want to risk it, or... Right. So, like, the idea is that you go around and talk with people and increase your stats so you can perform these activities. Yeah, like, you can... If you fail a skill check, you can go away and come back once you level up that skill check. Mm -hmm. Level one. So if I level up my strength, I could go back and try to fight that dude again. Okay. But I'll only have a slightly better chance. Like it mm-hmm. might be twenty five percent instead of seventeen. Right. right. Like. Right, right. To, but if I had level nine strength, it mm-hmm. could be like eighty five percent, and then I might beat him up and get by him. Very cool. So you kind of have to decide what do I want to put stuff into. Yeah. So this game sounds a lot like uh, Citizen Sleeper. I haven't played that. It's it's I I only played it. Um, excuse me. A l- little bit last year, I wrapped it up just started this year. It's so it's another game where you're you're essentially a robot man on a spaceship and you wake up and you have to survive. So, uh, and all your actions are determined by, you get a set of dice every day. Yeah, it's very similar then. So every day, you know, I can go help my friend in like, in like the junk pile. I can go talk to the doctor. I can hack into the system and try to figure out things. And every once you get a prompt, like, Oh, by the way, like the cops or like the space patrol are coming to arrest. You only have 12 days. So you got to figure out a way to defend yourself. So it sounds very similar. And all it's done, it's all done by dice rolls. You know, if I'm doing something really complicated and I look at my dice and you know, all the, like I get all sixes, like I nail it successfully. I get bonuses. So yeah, it sounds yeah. very similar. So oh, that's when cool. You land a successful thing on a low probability. You're like, yeah. 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 It feels amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I've I was I was wanted to play Disco Elysium. It's one that I've I know I would like love. It. I just yeah. haven't had the time. I'm excited to finish it to get into it. It's on it's everything. Long. It's yeah, it hurts like sixty hours. Sixty hours. Uh, if you want to do like a lot of the stuff. Not on Game Pass. You bought it, right? It's on I Steam. Bought, it's on sale right now uh, in mid January for like eleven dollars yeah. Canadian. It's also on Switch. Is it? Yeah. Final Cut too. Yeah. Oh. The one only complaint is, and I was talking to you about this, is I read faster than they talk. Than they talk. And it's really bugging me. Sure. Like, I'm like, like I can't. Could, I, could you turn the voices off? I feel like I shouldn't because the voice acting is really good. Yeah. But I also, 
I'm just like I, I'm the same. Whenever I play an RPG or something, I'm yeah. always going through it. Like I feel bad for the voice actors for they put on a great job. Something but I'm about just that bugs my brain. Oh like, no, I'm me like, too. Yeah. I hate it. But you can skip. Like I don't yeah. have to hear the end. No, of it. no. I can just go next, next, sure. or whatever. But the, then I'm kind of like oh, I'm missing out. Then you're just being like, and then just stop and start. You know, I get it. Yeah, that's it. my only thing, but that's gonna happen. Cool. And you think you're gonna stick with it and yeah, keep playing it? it? Yeah. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Big game. Look at you and your big point and click adventure thing. Look at me. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is I don't know why I'm doing this lately. Hey, sometimes you get in the mood for it. Yeah. And sometimes you gotta play the kind of games you wanna play. Yeah. Uh very cool. Cool. Uh you wanna hear about my games? Mm-hmm. All right. So such I'm, different games than me. I'm playing a little indie gem. Oh, I know. Not a lot of people know about this game. Um it's low under the radar, it's a little retro. Um but yeah, the Legend of Zelda Orcarina of Time. The first three D game. The first three yeah. D <laughs> the first three D game. Ever made. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. No. It's uh but yeah, obviously, um why am I replaying Orcarina of Time? It's a good question. Uh Are you our, sad? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, our friends over at uh, Hello Hyrule, shout out to uh, Chris and Pete, are uh, starting. So if you're not familiar with their podcast, they sort of do a travel log where they get where they get every episode's about a different area and they talk That's about cool. it. Yeah, super great podcast. Check them out. But I was like, oh, I haven't played Orcarina of Time in like eight years. This is a good excuse for me to replay the game in preparation for those episodes. We're looking forward to them. And yeah, yeah uh, Orcarina of Time, still a really good game. No still, way. <laughs> still does a lot of good stuff. And <laughs> It's but it's funny because like obviously I'm a huge Majora's Mask guy. I replay that game once a year. Yeah. Like I love it. I know it back to front. I can, you know, 100% that game in my sleep at this point. Yeah. Whereas Orcarina of Time is a game I also love very very much as an yeah. N64 kid. I played it a million times, but it doesn't have I don't have that same nostalgia for it in I a don't weird have way. That nostalgia for it. Obviously it's a great game. So as I'm playing it for this time, I'm trying to like sort of like put myself in the shoes of like I've never played. I'm trying to think. I haven't played this game before. I'm just noticing, and now that I'm a bit older and I understand like game design and game design tropes, I love yeah. how how well Nintendo nailed the stuff on the first go to 3D Zelda is actually amazing. Yeah, because it does some stuff better than some newer 3D Zelda games do. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like you know. Obviously, the big meme is the little fairy that goes, hey, listen, listen, and then hey, press the button listen. for her to tell you exactly where to go. And like, that was that, my text uh, sound. Yes, it was triggering. Yeah. It was very upsetting. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, her clues aren't that, like, they're not as handholdy as I remember. Like, yeah, some are, they're like, hey, you should go it's to the forest. Fee. Yeah, it's, oh my god, well, Fee's a whole other story, man. I, this is a f- anti-Fee podcast. That's what I'm talking about, like, Skyward Sword, like... I hate Fee. You think, like, that game came out almost 20 years after Orc Reign of Time, yeah. and it does so much stuff worse. And Minna's in between, and she's the goat. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. And they went back down. It's poop. just, it's, like, it's what are you doing? wild how well Orc Reign of Time, like, allows you as a player to explore and figure things out in a way that, like... I was honestly really impressed by, you know, because yeah. like, for example, the worker sent me the third dungeon, right? Because the first start of the game, trying to find the three stones for Zelda so you can go become an adult and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the first, the second stone, basically the game tells you, hey, go to the mountain. That's where it is. Go do it. Yeah. Okay. And you do that. And then you get third stone and like, and I'm trying to put myself in like, I'm dumb seven year old Michael. Where do I go? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And, and Navi says, hey. You should call Saria, who's your friend, and you play your Orcarina, and you call her, and she's like, she goes, I don't know, I heard the Zoras have one. Yeah. They're in Zora's domain, and that's all they tell you. I'm like, well, where the hell is Zora's domain? Like, I know where it is because I played this game a million times. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. So they're being like, this game's fucking stupid. Where is it? What 
what's Azora? <laughs> uh, oh. It's just like, okay. So then my brain's like, I guess I got to explore. I got to figure it out. And like, and the game doesn't like tell you where Zora's domain is. It's right next to the mountain. It's not very hard to find. There's no map? There is a map, but like the map's all blurred out until you go. Oh. The, the map's kind of cool because you can see like, oh, there's a big shadowy fog over there. That's probably a place I can go to. Yeah. So you go explore and yeah, maybe you'll go the wrong way. You need a up. little shot of the Colossus fog. Yeah. Be like, shiny over here, shiny. Well, that's a great, that's a great way of the, the hold up the sword. Literally. Just, um, just, just general area over here. You'll find it. Yeah. And just like, I love when games allow me to explore. And Zelda's always been like, particularly 2D Zelda is really great for being, you know, letting you explore and figure stuff out. And Orcrea Time is also really great for that. I also like, I'm only at the Fire Temple right now. Yeah. Which is like the second dungeon of the adult dungeon. So like the fifth dungeon overall. Yeah. But like the dungeon design is so good. Like the Forest Temple. Have you played Orcrea of Time? Yes. Mm-hmm. The 3DS version or just... Uh, I have the GameCube. Oh, nice. I the, played on Wii. <laughs> got the Master Quest version, baby. Nice. I stole from a friend years ago. <laughs> Nice. Love that's actually worth quite a bit of money now, I think. Um, We're not friends anymore. <laughs> but, you know, I'm playing it, and I'm just like, the Forest Temple, like, you walk in, and it looks really complicated, because there's four doors, and they all go different ways, but, like, really, there's only one way forward, and the game kind of expertly guides you back to that central door to be like, this is where you have to be. Yeah. Like, the critical path or whatever, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Um, I'm just, yeah. I mean, I don't even said you're talking about good or creative time is. Everybody knows that. But, um, just, that's yeah. Really great of you. I know here. this game's actually, but you know, I think in a little bit, actually, <laughs> time's really good. You guys, <laughs> it's quite good. Um, this little underrated indie <laughs> gem. You're on Reddit. Like, remember this hidden gem? And I, you hate those. I hate those. it. I hate it. But we you know, sports resort. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Or granted time does get sort of a bad rep. I think sort of when people look back on it because like it's too handholdy. From- from who I've literally never have you never watched that. the like the sequel itis video from well, Ego Raptor on yeah. Orcrate of Time? Yes, it's not good. It's just that's just Aaron. <laughs> sure, but like, but, th- but there's an, more people who are like all like again, yeah, the combat's not great, but for as far as as far as the like, auto the locking on enemies in a 3D space was bad. It's re- well, but it's their first. It's also like drive. revolutionary. Like yeah. Dark Souls does the same thing. Everyone's yeah, like that's the best combat ever. Yeah, like Orcrate of Time walked so dark souls could run it crawled yeah exactly <laughs> so dark souls could walk so it, it makes sense because for so, a while, for a long time zelda was my favorite video game series before like the soul series took it yeah. over and it makes a lot of sense because they share so much dna yeah yeah just dark souls is like we're not gonna tell you shit about shit yeah and fuck you and figure it out and zelda's like Here's don't a even fair. ask <laughs> yeah don't stupid if you ask you're an idiot but yeah we're creating a time uh I would say don't play the. I'm playing it on the Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo 64 Switch online thing, yeah. is which it is good? it's fine. You have the N64 controller. Well, that, I, I need an excuse to use that thing because I've used it for Majora's Mask and Star Fox. Did I buy you that? No, I bought it for myself. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> I buy things on my own. Yeah. Um, but uh, play the 3DS remake if you can. What really? Yeah, it just looks better. It has more really? quality of life changes. Don't I play. It, looked okay on there. it looks fine, but like, if it just it looks like a 1990 game from 1998. Which um, yeah. is fine. Which it is. I don't mind it, but like, don't buy the 3DS remake of Majora's Mask because they changed a bunch of shit and made it really bad for some That's reason. That's the only place I've played Majora's Mask. That's really and upsetting. I hated it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's my favorite game of all we time. We don't need to break up over it. It's fine. We just not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about it. We don't talk about our tastes and stuff. You like Twilight Princess. Good lord. <laughs> it's the best game ever. I love it to death. Episode one, baby. <laughs> All the way back. Throw it back to the episode one. It looks way worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's Orcrate Time. I've also 
been playing uh, a more newer game. A more newer game just came to Game Pass. It was one of my games of the year last year. Uh, and it's probably going to be my game of the years again. It's uh, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, which uh, just came to uh, modern. It was on Switch and then it was on PC, and they brought it over to PS5, PS4, and Xbox consoles. And you're playing on Xbox? I'm playing on Xbox because that's sweet, sweet Game Pass. Pay us Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I would I'm, I'm becoming an Xbox guy very late oh, in my life. No. It's weird. No! I'm going to be drowning in Mountain Dew and Doritos. Why did I buy you that? But, like, I can't get into Halo. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I come home and there's just Dorito bags. As I walk in, instead of rose petals, it's like Dorito bags mm-hmm. and empty Mountain Dew cans. And I'm like, Michael? Michael? <laughs> um, no, you're a PlayStation guy. That's why I felt like... I mean, and my heart, I'm a Nintendo guy. But okay, they make the it very frustrating sometimes. Honestly, for girls, Nintendo, green flag, Sony, semi green flag. If he's an Xbox guy, red flag. You I'm own a PC, the like most Xbox. toxic community of all. And PC is like ultra violent, <laughs> but I'm PC now, so I don't know what to say. Uh, but yeah, we don't need to go super into it because I already talked about it last episode as well. But yeah, playing it. Um, you like playing it? Uh, talk about like how they're the the Discord integration. That's just Xbox. well, that's just Xbox. <laughs> that, I thought that was cool. It is cool. <laughs> uh, it's not. It doesn't let you transfer your file though, right? No, there's no cross save. There's no cross really play, dumb. which is really dumb because I had like 60 hours oh, on Switch, which gone. don't get me wrong, is like baby hours for most people in Monster Hunter. People have like 1400 hours in these games. But yeah, I would have loved to bring my character over, and there's also no crossplay, which is like. But now it's cool. There's crossplay between Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass. Yeah. So like, I can play with some people who only have a PC, uh, which is great. Yeah. But it's really nice to play this game at a 60 frame per second, and it looks it way looks be- good. It looks way better on Xbox than it does on Switch. Nothing against the Switch. The, the fact the game looks as good as it does on Switch is actually incredibly impressive. Yeah, nice. Um, particularly in handheld, but uh, yeah, it's just a great game to play. With your friends, I play with my brother all the time, and it's just fun to hop in, hit a big monster in the head with a hammer, and get out, and yeah. it's very satisfying. Uh, do you have any interest ever picking up Monster Hunter again? No. The person who tried to get me to play it years I ago. World with you, and then I was like, "That's enough." Well, World was so much slower than that. Well, World, like people love World, and I understand why, but World also has like a lot more, like take the time to find the monster and track their footsteps yeah. and find their area. Whereas Rise is like, hop on your dog and there's the monster and go kill it. And like, you can get into the game, eat some food, which you yeah. have to do to make yourself I love a little buffed. cat. Shows. Yeah. But eat some food, load up your weapons and go find a monster within 10 minutes of booting up the game. Whereas World, it's like, eat some food and then track the monster through a field for 12 minutes yeah. before you find it. Yeah. And that's all well and good. World's also a great game. It's just, I prefer the the quickness of Rise and just... I would rather it be quick like that. Well, yeah, if you're going to play a game that's, you know, drop in and drop out like but that. But then I can't make Sable in the game like you. No, that's the other thing. You can make you can make a dog. It looks just like it Sable. It looks just like Sable. You, you really can good job. make a dog. If you have a cat, Sable you can make cats. all day because she's like, that's me. That's me. I'm killing that big dragon. <laughs> With a knife in my mouth. Yeah, I've been giving Sable knives and she won't hold on to them well. Sable? We should give her a knife in real life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I've been yeah. trying to. Yeah, st- stop intruders. We'll leave the door open, but leave Sable the knife, <laughs> the knife. in the hallway. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, cool. It's a great game. We're playing very different games right now. Yeah, it's a, it's that kind of weird time of year where they're like. Like, there are a couple of big games coming out that I want to get to. I want to get to Fire Emblem at some point. Oh, yeah. That already came out. Yeah, it came out this week. I, I will play it eventually. Um, 
not right now because I'm, I'm also probably going to pick up Persona 3 and 4 and play through those. So it's two 100-hour RPGs. Talk about what you figured out with their bundle on Switch. That it's that it's cheaper to buy them separately by <laughs> yeah, like a cent? <laughs> by a penny? Why would they do that? Have it be a dollar cheaper know. like at least. They bundled them together and it's more expensive by a penny. Like just enough that you're like, ugh, like obviously that's nothing. Yeah. You don't even have pennies in Canada anymore. But like it's the... It's the principle. What I might wait doing? for a sale on them. Like, Persona 5 Royal goes on sale all the time. They're going to go on sale. Yeah. Give it two months. They'll yeah. be on sale. But I want it now. You're going to wait for the sale. And you're but, not, not going to get them at all. But yeah, it's, it's again, it's that weird time of year where like, there's lots, not a lot coming out till for a while. So February is usually kind of meaty. And then mm-hmm. it'll be calm again. And then summer obviously summer. is packed. Tears of the Kingdom will. That's in May. Final Fantasy 16's yes. in May. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to buy one copy of Tears of the Kingdom and share it. You're not touching my copy for many a moon. Many a blood moon. You're not touching ah, that. Very good, very good, very good. You don't good. even want to play it. Yeah, I do. What do you mean? Oh, uh, you're so stinky about Breath of the Wild. Save it for save it for the Breath of the Wild slash Tears of the Kingdom episode. <laughs> we never got to do Breath of the Wild. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about I'll it. I will I will fight. <laughs> I like Breath of the Wild. It's just like an eight, and that's fine. It's a ten, except it's the not. Speaking of something that's definitely not a ten, we're gonna move into <laughs> what a segue. I know, right? And getting really good at this hosting thing. So we're gonna start talking about some news stories we thought were interesting and lead yeah. to some fun discussion. So, firstly, talk about a game that is ending. Uh, Marvel Avengers, uh, created by Crystal Dynamics, yeah. is officially. This is from their website. Uh, I'll just read it aloud for everybody to see. To our amazing community. To our amazing community. After two and a half years of introducing 12 of Earth's mightiest heroes, following update 2.8 on March 31st, 2013, we will no longer add new... Don't interrupt me in the (laughs) middle of the prompt. Add new content or features to Marvel's Avengers. All official support for the game will end on September 30th, 2023. So... Wow. Did you ever play? Do you have any interest in playing this game? No. It smelt like doo doo from like the moment what I do you saw mean? it. Cause like I was like, cause like there was there's such an easy layup, right? Yeah. Avengers when this game came out, I think almost three years ago. I think it was 2020. Like yeah. Endgame and Infinity was three years. Infinity War had just come out, and everyone's like, Avengers hypes at an all time high. Yeah. Like making a good Avengers game was like the easiest thing they could have done. Give me four player co op with Captain America. I was to say Marvel Man, Iron Man, the incredible Mr. Marvel and Marvel Boy, <laughs> Marvel Man. There's a Captain Marvel, yeah. uh, but and then yeah, then you could have added new characters as DLC, and people have been happy. But no, it's a it's a games as a service battle pass uh, grinding for outfit nonsense garbage game. What like genre is it? It's like it was like an action brawler beat 'em up. Okay, but like you could do. I don't know anything about this game. And, like, they all play differently. Like, yeah, Iron Man can fly, and the Hulk hits things, and Captain America is a more versatile ground fighter. (laughs) But, like, you had to unlock moves and outfits by just, like, grinding out battle passes and buying DLC. And, like, all you had to do was make a fun 20-hour Avengers game that was, like, like, look how good Insomniac made their Spider-Man game. Just do that. Just do that. That's that's so easy to say. But like, just it's, do the good game thing. But, but you know, but like, uh, it's so easy. Like these Crystal Dynamics has made good games, like fun, yeah. exciting games, and they're just like, it's just. I, what I, have what has the studio made before? That usually tells you a lot Tomb about their capabilities. I think Tomb Raider. Yeah. Crystal Dynamics. 
Because if their team is used to making... Yeah, they made, they made the Tomb Raider games. Okay, then they should have made a game. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Just, like, make make a third-person action game. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was fair, all fair, there. Fair, like, fair, fair, fair. anyway, it's now ending. I was thinking, like, if they made, like, a mobile game before or something. You know, it's like, okay, leave them alone. No, there's a lot of money behind this. It was just the studio and the publisher being, like, we try to get people. This, they want you to be Fortnite. Like, be yeah. Fortnite. And that's, yeah. that's the problem with it. And this upcoming Suicide Squad game looks to be the exact same thing. Yeah. It's like, ju- people just want single-player or this could or co-op experiences yeah. that you but you can play it solo and just I don't want to buy a battle pass for every single game I play. What about what about the success of Marvel Snap? What about it? That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, so it just shows that like you can use the IP and make a ton of money. Oh, there's tons of great Marvel but if you games. You just apply it to like monotonous n- nothing. Like I don't want to beat up waves of faceless drones as Thor. Like I want like a nice and I and don't get me wrong, apparently the story mode in this game was pretty good. A lot yeah. of big talent behind it. Troy Baker and Nolan North are in it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of money. It just never struck me as... I would love... I ne- I want to read their terms and conditions now to see what they say about... Because I assume you can pay money to buy the outfits and stuff. Well, this is the- here's an update. They actually did announce as well. As a show of our appreciation for a community starting March 31st, 2013, we will make all the game's marketplace, challenge card, and shipment cosmetic content available to all players for free. Okay, so that kind of sucks for the people that have spent $100. Well, that, that's the other part of it, right? Yeah, so... Like, there are some people who have played Marvel's Avengers for years and dropped 300 bucks, yeah. and yeah. So that's... I'm, I'm. This is, like, a new area of law, mind you. Like, mm-hmm. did ownership of digital materials, like, you don't actually own them as much as you feel like you do when you buy it. Because if you actually read the terms and conditions of, like, Fortnite or overwatch or whatever if you spend real human money on digital items yeah you're getting a license to use them for as long as the game exists you don't get a light you don't get to own that like they're not guaranteeing the game will last forever and you'll always have that item sure so like with games like world of warcraft and stuff like you can buy some of those mounts for hundreds of dollars yeah i'm always just so interested in how they craft that language in the terms and conditions as someone who writes those to just make sure that no one's ever going to come back and be like give me my money back it's mm-hmm. like Nope, your celestial tiger is gone. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's such an interesting thing. And, like, there's definitely going to be people that complain, like, I spent hundreds of dollars and now everything that I just bought is free? Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? But, like, you know, that's kind of the same energy as boomers who are like, don't forgive student loans, I pay (laughs) Right. And it does. It's just interesting, I think. It is. And as I keep reading this article, it looks like if you do have, like, a credit balance, they are transferring your credits into in-game resources you but can not use, your money back. but not your money back. Yeah, Probably exactly. not. So I want to go read their terms to see yeah. how they phrase that. Uh, so again, thought that was interesting. I never played Marvel's Avengers. I do know some people who have, and you know, they liked the game. I mean, I, I mean, also I've seen people who are like, I put 800 hours in this game and I hated it. It's like, yeah. why? <laughs> Marvel's a hell of a drug, I think for some people. Yeah. Fair. Um, but I hope with like Marvel Spider-Man t- or, uh, you know, Insomniac Spider-Man 2, they're also doing a Wolverine game. We do get, because, like, yeah, good superhero games are sick. It's fun to be Spider-Man. Cool it it would be cool fun to be Iron Man. Man Iron Man game. I would love a really cool, really thoughtful fly, Iron Man fly game. Fly around. Fly. Shoot things. Yeah. That, that That's an easiest game ever. Just make a cool system where you shoot things as Iron Man. Yeah. I'd buy that game for 80 bucks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, that's that. Um, moving on to our next story, uh, we're going to be talking Sony. This is a couple weeks ago now, so we're not up to date. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we, we do these only every two weeks. But if there's a certain news story you'd like us to talk about, please tweet at us at Game and Makeup, and we yeah. would definitely talk about we'll it, fight about it as it comes out. Um, 
Sony introduced a new accessibility controller uh, codenamed Project Leonardo. Uh, this like the turtle. The Ninja Turtle, yes. Famously, Leonardo had uh, detachable limbs, much like this controller, and they could use that to make things accessible. Uh, we shouldn't joke about things. This thing's actually very, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, this, so this is from the PlayStation blog um, a couple weeks ago. Today at CES, it's awesome they're doing something Yes. Like Today at CES, we announced our next step in our journey to make gaming more accessible. Project Leonardo for PlayStation 5 developed with key contrib- contributions from accessibility experts, community members, and game developers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Project Leonardo is our code name for a new highly customizable controller kit that works out of the box, in quotation marks, to help many players with disabilities play games more easily, more comfortably, and for longer periods. Um, so yeah, if you, if you look at picture, if you Google this thing, it looks to be like two sticks with like various I'll put, I'll put the footage yeah we'll put it up on the screen but it's yeah this thing looks cool i mean you know what i like about it mm. it's stylized it's yeah. not just like a like a wire looking bl- like sometimes the the accessibility controllers it's like they do what they're meant to do but they're not like you know polished and look really cohesive right. to like the quality of the other products that they sell for like that are like not accessibility focused these look like sony made them and they like yeah. match the theming of the ps5 and, yeah. and the dual sense controller and stuff i like that because it's it feels like you're consuming sony products just like a dual if you bought a dual sense yeah like it, they're they're putting a lot of effort into making it not just accessible but like same energy yeah. as we, what we put into the rest it of It would products. not look out of place walking on its own entertainment system. No, it looks cool. Yeah. And obviously, Sony's been doing this for a while, and in their games, The Last of Us Part Two, I'm pretty sure you can play if you're blind. Yeah. Which is wild. God of War Ragnarok also has tons of incredible accessibility features. I think this is a wonderful thing that yeah. Sony's been really been pushing. Yeah. Um, I think it bodes well for their VR setup as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, true, actually. But uh, yeah. Very cool. I don't think we're gonna get one because we don't need it. But... I wouldn't even want to buy one to take a unit. Away well, there is also else. that, but like, yeah. I don't need it. Um, it's fine. But very cool. I think everyone should look into it. And props to Sony for developing accessibility stuff that lets more people play video games because they're awesome. More people should play video games. I wonder if they pat. They, I mean, they patented it. They must have. But yeah. I'd be curious to, because you almost kind of want it from an ethical standpoint, not patent that kind of stuff. Right. And just release it into the public domain so that, like, other companies could make stuff like that and then more people could use it. But they're a conglomerate uh, corporate company, so right. they probably patent it. So that's, like, my only kind of, like, ah, that's too bad. But Sure. You can play with, like, one hand on a DualSense and one hand on the Yeah, controller. you can play with two. If you, you can get two of these to play together or one controller and one. Yeah, it's neat. Cool. It's very, very cool. So, uh, yeah, props to Sony. That looks really neat. And I'd be interested to hear um, people who need to use these kinds yeah, of devices. Yeah, I, mean, like I want to read some reviews it. of it when it comes out from people who need it. But um, when does it come out? Uh, it's supposed to come out. That's a great question. Um, they're probably should probably at the bottom of this article. February, right? That's PSVR 2. <laughs> Slightly different item. Uh, I thought this was also February. Maybe? I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing a date. But uh, I'm That's sure. That's just a PlayStation blog. It's probably written somewhere else. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll announce it. Oh, they will probably have announced it on here. Let me just look up Project Leonardo release date. Yeah, we're prepared. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, Project Leonardo release date doesn't seem uh, to have one. Probably sometime this year. No release date or price yet. Yeah. Nah, that's bad. So sometime this year, probably. Okay, I kind of want to look at the patent and see what they. What they said in it. You can do that in your own time, law nerd. Patent nerd. Uh, but yeah, that is... Uh... <laughs> no, it's cool. It's You know lots more about it. That's why I wanted to bring it up, because you 
you know about these things. <clears throat> All right, and our final little bit of news that we're going to talk about. Uh, not really news, so it was more of interesting little tidbit, but uh, yeah. a game that... Are you looking forward to it? I'm not looking forward to it. No. But some people are, and maybe this is... I don't is... want to be a bummer. No, but uh, this is... So the a new... Uh, Square Enix's new IP for Spoken is uh, coming out at the time of this recording two days from now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I'll just read the... This is from GameRevolution.com. For Spoken review codes not sent out to multiple outlets by Square Enix. Multiple gaming websites have revealed they have not received forespoken review codes ahead of its review embargo on Monday, January 23rd, as concerns mount over the Square Enix game's quality. Uh, staff members from various gaming sites, along with prominent YouTube games critics Skill Up, have revealed they have not received code for the game, despite reviews set to go live just one day from its January 24th release date. Many spoke up with lack of codes, with Skill Up calling it a huge red flag. Uh, and that is, you know... Now... I want to give them the benefit of the doubt here. Just because games are not released for the view codes does not mean they're bad inherently. To pick and choose certain outlets is a red flag. That is weird. Like, if no outlet was getting one and it was coming out, like, that's... Honestly, that's just annoying for the game reviewers because then they have to panic, play it, and, like, stay up really late and have horrible hours to get their review on time for SEO to be good. Yeah. Like, just give review copies and have an NDA. It's fine. But if they're choosing, that's a red flag. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, and I think a game that sticks out to me. Oh, they're not going to like it. Don't give it to them. Yeah, some, yeah, it seems some outlets are getting them, but I think they're like, we don't want this outlet to review it because they're going to say it's bad. I'm like, (laughs) shows a lot of lack of faith in your game, I think. I've heard some stories of, of, I can't really talk about them Mm because then it'd be rude to people that told me, but I've heard some bad stories about, not Square Enix, just like in general, of like some developers like really being picky like they would hear they would be like who's gonna be reviewing it for you guys and they'd say the name of the person and they'd be like oh no never mind we're not because they know that person's a tough reviewer right like stuff like that sure really annoying like yeah. that's the antithesis of the whole point of this whole relationship between the media and game like right. otherwise just how are you gonna <laughs> like people want to know people's opinions on things well yeah and you want to build like you know, I think there's reviewers I love and YouTube for film and games yeah. and books. And I and I, I don't always agree with that reviewer, but like yeah. I trust we have similar tastes. And so I'll read their review. Yeah, exactly. And like, but like, you know, and that does just because they don't like doesn't mean I won't either. There's no. lots of games that people have given sevens that I think are amazing. Yeah. Lots of great games are sevens. Um, but yeah, it just I think Forspoken just in general has sort of a weird vibe around it. I didn't play the demo, heard it wasn't great. Yeah. The marketing's been kind of weird. Did you hear that cheesy audio? Oh, yeah. Although, I was kind of thinking about, that's like how Nathan Drake talks. Right. And everyone lets him talk like that. Sure. He talks like just like that. Like, no way. <laughs> I, I I think what the, the difference might be um, is that... He's Nate- a woman. <laughs> yeah. There is that. But also, like, Nathan Drake typically has somebody with him. Yeah. Well, she's who's she talking to? Well, that's the thing. This is this is the same thing magic. with, like, with Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn, is that she never shuts up, but nobody's ever there for her to talk to. <laughs> Which is a smart thing by Naughty Dog, because, you know, yeah, it does make sense for Nathan and... Sully, his, Sam, not Chloe. His government name. <laughs> He's called him Nathan. Sounds wrong. His name is Nathan. I know, I know, but you know what I mean. Well, it makes sense for him to talk to people, right? Yeah. So it doesn't seem as grating. Whereas, he does like, do a lot of like, here we go. Oh yeah, but that's his trip. Like, Let's yeah, dive in. You know? I mean, his whole his whole catchphrase is, oh no no no, whatever it is, no 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 no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but yeah, like her first spoken, 
like she's like did i just kill a dragon uh i think so <laughs> it's like it's like oh my god and again maybe it's it's just not for me i don't know but yeah. i i'm not looking forward did to this game killing, right this game uh <laughs> hey velma so joke boom that was really bad i have not watched it i have no intention to don't hate watch things people don't do that to yourself okay <laughs> that's people it's weird people are like i'm gonna watch every episode no, of show i hate that. it's like don't silly. do that don't hate game. Don't don't hate play games and don't hate watch media you don't want to watch. Yeah. Give it a chance. Be like that's not for me, and then be a sane person and change the channel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I'm not the intended audience. That's personal growth. Instead of going on Twitter and yelling at everybody. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, for spoken, maybe it'll be good. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Maybe I'll play it for five dollars. Uh, that's all I got for the news, Haley. Uh, we're rolling right along here, and I thought it'd be kind of fun. Uh, to do a play a little game. You want to play a game? Yeah. All right. So what I have done. I love games. I'm shamelessly say I'm stealing this game because it was on the Easy Allies podcast. So uh, I'm shamelessly okay. stealing it. I just want to be up and forward for someone yells at me. You gave me credit. I did. Uh, obviously, check Is out Easy not? Allies. They're great. So what I have here are five user reviews from the site Metacritic. Okay. For five of your favorite games. <laughs> Sorry, four of four of your favorite games and one of my favorite games as a bonus. I thought the review was really funny. That's nice that you put one of your So, there. my eyes are like crying. Right <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, I don't know why my eyes are burning. So, I'm going to read you the review. Okay. And you're going to try to guess what the game is. Is it like is there going to be like playing as this cowboy was super annoying. No. Like, I try like, I, I tried to <laughs> avoid those cuz I would make it too easy. Yeah, okay, there are okay. some that were very explicit and detailed in their hate of the game oh, they were God. playing. Okay. Um so I'm not looking at promise. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, so here is the review. Okay. A stupid game for dumb adults. <laughs> also, a bad game for very good times. Pros, none. Throw it out 10 times over. No offense. Cons. Bad gameplay. Very terrible title name. Most horrible game in the series. Even though the others are awful too, this game is the worst. Garbage mechanics. <laughs> Better yet, don't throw it out. Return it to the store and get your money back. Wow. What game am I? Twilight Princess? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it's just reference a series. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, it might be that. Um, he de- There's no context clues from that besides the series thing. The rest of it's just pure hatred. I just love that it's a stupid game for dumb adults. Like, it's like a kid played and was like, I'm not smart enough for this. Is it? Well, no, it can't be that. It can be anything. Just start throwing out guesses. Well, what else? I'm thinking of things that are not a series. Um, mm-hmm. Sunshine? Super Mario Sunshine? No. Uh, That's a good guess, though. Yeah. Because some people complain about the mechanics of that. It game. is not a game we have covered on Game & Makeup. Okay, that's fair. That's a hint I'll give you. Uh, it's not Red Dead 2. Is it, it is Red Dead 2. <laughs> Worse than the series? My guy, there's two. There's three. Red Dead Revolver's a oh, game. Oh, Red Dead Revolver does not count. <laughs> I just like... Crazy. And obviously, I don't know. I don't want to make this person's... English might not be their first language. <laughs> it's just like also a bad game for very good times. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> if, you're, if you're having yeah, a good wait, day, don't play this game. That. It's a bad game for good times. <laughs> for very if, good if times. If it's your wedding day, don't touch this. You'll have a shitty reception. Right. <laughs> what does that mean? What was that guy's name? I didn't take the name. Uh, Chadley. Chadley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though the others are awful too, so I, I like the history. Of this guy probably played the is other two games. One? No, no, the, oh. I still this one. It's like even though the others are awful too. This game is the worst. Like I played the other two, I didn't like them. But I'm gonna play They're this so one. So long too. Like you, you're saying you played the entirety of Red Dead One. You don't like Red. Would Dead you say 2? Red Dead Two is garbage mechanics? No, they're fine. <laughs> like what? They're just. Sh- I mean, like 
if you turn off auto aim, it's harder. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like he probably has fucking auto aim on. He's an he's this big baby, big cry baby bitch. <laughs> go back home, bitch. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're getting you're getting worked up. I do like at the end though. He's like, throw it. Actually, don't throw it. Out. Return it. Get your money back. <laughs> yeah. he, he caught himself. He's like, he's That's like what I'll wait, do. no, you can return it for money for cash money in your wallet. All right, this one's long. I hate him, Chad but Lee. it's but it's funny. The okay. oh man, this they get good. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. This isn't even a game. It is a virtual book. Night in the woods. No. <laughs> I only played 20 minutes of this steaming pile of garbage, and that's enough for me to know that there isn't any actual gameplay. Oh my god. I was expecting to beat up some bad guys, and these lazy developers can't even do the bare minimum. And the greedy developers, <laughs> greedy and lazy, and the greedy developers had the audacity to charge $20 for this piece of garbage? Okay, there's a clue. $20. Are you freaking kidding me, Xbox Game Studios? Oh. They, had, they had the audacity to sell us a $30 PowerPoint presentation and now a $20 virtual book. I can purchase an actual book for a cheaper price, Xbox Game Studios. <laughs> Publishing <laughs> indie games isn't the, isn't the real problem. Oh, sorry. I can purchase an actual book for a cheaper price, period. Xbox Game Studios, a $30 PowerPoint presentation. Sorry, I'm getting it all mixed up here. Xbox Game Studios. Publishing indie games isn't the real problem. Indies in quotation marks, by the way. Okay isn't the real problem. It's the fact they have the lowest production value possible. Microsoft is a multi-trillion dollar company, for goodness no. sake. And this game makes un- and this game makes Untitled Goose Game look like a triple-A game. That is pathetic and flat-out embarrassing. So it came out before uh, Untitled Goose It came out after, after Untitled. Untitled Goose Game. Is there any multiplayer? Not that I know of. <laughs> this game doesn't even have any gameplay. You so it doesn't matter. You don't know? So it doesn't matter either way. These cheapskates didn't even bother to hire voice actors. I want a refund. It's free on Game Pass, but this game should have been free to begin with. I've played free Flash and mobile games that have better production value than this. Microsoft brags any about day and date games, but this year has been nothing but indie trash. There's no need to subscribe to that awful service for now. I don't recommend this poor excuse of a game, in quotation marks, at all, unless you want to support laziness. That was a lot. What is he talking about? What came, what do I like that came out of the Goose Game? That's like an indie Xbox. Even though it's on Game Pass, Xbox Game Studios. Inside? No. Good guess. Uh, that is gameplay, though. You jumping inside? What's that? It has gameplay. Inside is gameplay. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think of a game that doesn't have gameplay. Um. Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> Let me think. Take your time. Uh, Work through it. A book. <laughs> It's not night in the woods. It's not night in the woods. Because that you can see why I think that. Yeah, oh yeah. Because like a lot of people would probably would, would be like, sure. There's, I just run left. Um, <laughs> it's not like Persona Five or something, is no, it? No. Um, because that'd be crazy. Can I have a hint? Uh, it was on your list. Call to the Lamb. No. I can't I we talked about it earlier in this episode. Pentiment. Yeah, just pentiment. Oh my god. <laughs> I just this dude seems to be like beyond one right now because he's just like, is there multiplayer? I don't know. What multiplayer? <laughs> you and the other peasant can talk to the same um, person? That is so interesting. Like he's so mad that a game that's not for him has been made. And it's so funny, because he played it on Game Pass, which is, you know. It's free. Oh, it was free, and you're like, oh, I don't like this. And 
I've downloaded games on Game Pass for like, ah, it's not for me. And then I delete it and I move on with my day. Yeah. This guy's like, I'm going to go on this website and say this game's I'm gonna piece of garbage. I'm going to these people lazy and stupid. Yeah. That is... <laughs> what chaotic behavior, my guy? Like, are you okay? It's like if you uh, eat an orange candy and you're like, oh, I should eat the cherry. I don't really like this. But instead of moving on, you like mm-hmm. call the company and scream in the phone. Oh no! What an awful person. Yeah. That's the longest one, but uh, yeah, okay. it killed me. I just I've like read that and I was like, I have to. That's what such a good one. This <laughs> it's a virtual book, Haley. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. I know, that's yeah, fine. that's fine. That can be a thing that exists. It doesn't have to have shooting in it. All right, are you ready for your next game? Yeah, I hope it's as, as spicy as that last one. All right, this one's got some good hints. Okay. It's Anna Perina Interactive. Okay. Phony, irredeemable, boring. Unengaging, indie crap. <laughs> they think they are the A24 of gaming, and it's incredibly annoying to have to share space with these people at gaming events. <laughs> this is person news. That? <laughs> that's it. Is it Stray? It is Stray. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? Does he work with them? He just... They, they are the A24 of gaming. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why are you mad about... <laughs> what? They didn't even... Did they talk about the game? They just hate... They it. said it's phony, irredeemable, boring, unengaging indie crap. And they have to share space with them? Do they? Is their roommate the owner of he, I think this is one of those like true gamers. Gamers who think... That, like, because you play a game as a cat, that it's not a real game. Like, you know, if someone's like, I play Animal Crossing, like, you're not a gamer. <laughs> but you can be a little boy elf in the they, woods. They came after gamers. Oh it's like, God. anyway. I thought, uh, honestly, a lot of the straight user reviews, people being like, one out of ten, being a cat isn't fun. And that's so like, obvious. <laughs> it's like, it okay, yeah. yeah. All right. This is the one, last last one for you. And then okay. the next one is a game, one of my favorite games. Okay. Ready? <laughs> this is my favorite one. It killed me. Okay. This is a long, tiresome game. Music terrible. Control terrible. It makes me sad to be an elf. Yeah, it's Twilight Princess. It's Twilight Princess. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me sad to be an elf. Yeah, that one might have been a bit jokey. I don't know. That's that dentist elf from the Rudolph movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a long... I mean, I agree with you. That game is long and tiresome. (laughs) Does it make you sad to be an elf? What does that mean? Music, music in the game is great. Though. The music's amazing. Con- music terrible. Control terrible. <laughs> music world <laughs> bad. That's All right. Ears. All right. See so you can guess this game. That what? was your favorite one. My favorite one was the fucking first one. <laughs> what the Red Dead one? Yeah. The Red Dead Two one. Yeah. All right. This is one of my favorite games. You can guess it. Okay. I absolutely hate this game. <laughs> Way too difficult to kill things. Dark. Button button layout is confusing and overcomplicated. It is too difficult to get through a short area in the game to have to start over from scratch every time you die. Dark. Needs more save locations. If you're looking for an RPG that is fast-paced and stress-free, look elsewhere. <laughs> this game is slow and extremely difficult. I am way too... <laughs> this is my favorite part of it. I am way too simple-minded for <laughs> the extremely complex workings of this game. Wish I could get my money back. Horrible, horrible, horrible <laughs> game. It does look really good, though. So I gave it a oh. point for looks. Not a fun game at all. Call yourself out. I'm too dumb for this. <laughs> what is it? I give up. It's Dark Souls. It is not Dark Souls. Or is it Elden Ring? It's not Elden Ring. Is it Bloodborne? It is Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. I just... <laughs> The whole thing is just like, you know what? I'm, I'm too stupid. <laughs> it's a real moment of realization for this guy. <laughs> he goes back. 
back to school because he played Elden Ring. It's <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm dumb. Because, like, you know what? All these things are fair. It is hard to kill things. There's, no, there's not enough save it's points. It's the calling out of himself. It's it? just like, that, that's what made me put it in. He's just like, you know what? Too stupid. Can't that's do it. so funny. It did, but, and it does look really good, though. I'm like, it does. That's a beautiful it's really game. Pretty. It's really pretty. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. That was a fun game. We'll keep playing more games like I this like in the that future. That was, <laughs> maybe we'll make this a segment every once in a while. We'll I go love back. how I know every single one of those people are men. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think a single woman's ever posted a negative meta. No, that's not for me and we moved the fuck on yeah that's <laughs> seriously man Jesus Christ. it's also amazing too how many people don't really work because there'd be like zero to ten reviews being like great game loved it <laughs> they just, i don't know if they just don't know how, to, oh, how it works it might be like bots that glitch too maybe yeah uh but yeah it's just you know the, the cesspool that is uh negative I'm metacritic i'm too simple-minded for the extremely complex workings of this game bloodborne and like maybe part of it's Slash. he's being like sarcastic, like he's just like I guess I'm too stupid for this super complicated game. Maybe I, don't I know. think he's too dumb to do. <laughs> just like it's this horrible, horrible, horrible game. <laughs> I absolutely hate this game. <laughs> do you think all these people are 14 years old? And we're Some of them at, are we're for sure. Kids it's like what else children? would we do with their time? Let's laugh at kids. Okay. All right. Oh, that was fun. I'm crying from laughing. That, that was actually really good. <laughs> Uh, what was your, what your favorite of... the Red Dead review? Yeah. <laughs> what was the line that I loved from it? Uh, um, <laughs> I'll read the whole thing again. You tell me where. Okay. A stupid game for dumb adults. That... <laughs> <laughs> like, ow. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. My favorite is probably the uh, the Pentiment review because he just yeah. goes so hard about a game he could have just installed and been fine with. Tell me you don't like to read without telling me you don't like to read. And, like, that's fine. If, like, I can totally get not liking Pentiment. Be like, this yeah. game's not for me. Yeah. Then, but, like, to go on a website and be like, I hate it. Dumb. Dumb developer. Dumb like, developer actually, a lot of work lazy. went into that game, I'm sure. Oh, my God. So much work into that game. You just can't shoot anything. God <laughs> I like, forbid. Call of Duty, shoot a man. Uh, <laughs> like, Call of Duty. I can purchase an actual book for a cheaper price. Yes, you could. You could do that. The book doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to see how much Microsoft is worth. Are they a multi-trillion-dollar company. No, nothing is. How much? Do you know how much a trillion? That's what people don't really get. Is like a billion dollars. We're too used to hearing. They are not multiple trillions. They are one point seven nine trillion. Insane. Oh, Microsoft has like fuck you that money. That can't be liquid though. That no, it's solid. <laughs> it's gas. <laughs> <laughs> Stocks are on the up at Microsoft, by the way. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no way. The $1.79 trillion company is doing okay. That's crazy. My Microsoft stock plopped on Friday. I think as a society, we've gotten too used to hearing the word billion, and we don't think about it as much fast it as it actually is. And mm. I think we need to sit down with rice and remember what one piece of rice looks like and what a billion pieces of rice looks like. And remember that that is a billion and that company has a hundred billion dollars, <laughs> almost two hundred billion dollars. That's enough rice to fill your whole life. You go to the bank and you're like, rice. you're actually, it's an overcharge. Like, do you know how much rice is? <laughs> And they're like, oh, man, please leave. <laughs> how many rice does it take to buy Game Pass? I don't, I don't know how money works. I, I really hate the word. How I, That's just something I've been thinking about a lot. It's like yeah. People are like, oh, yeah, it's like a $2 billion company. I'm like, that's insane. Why do we not go crazy when we hear that anymore? We've yeah. gotten too used to it. 
billion. No, no more billions. Well, it's, it's just a problem with games. And ter- like, it's but like, even like it's Taylor like Swift the budget of a billionaire yeah. recently. The budget no, of this game is that? $650 million. I was like, if you don't get that back, I'm like, that's an insane amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> of course you're not. <laughs> spend better. You spend too Stop much. Stop making AAA games. It's horrifying. Just make a cute indie. Make Pentiment. Make Pentiment and make, make modern. <laughs> that game was made for like 20 bucks, according to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Just write a book, Sony. <laughs> God. Anyway, so, no, no, that was fun. That's a good way to wrap it up. Anyway, Haley, that was a lot there is of fun. One, I really wanted to quickly talk about the Last of Us show. I thought. We oh yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, sorry, we should I should have talked about it before we started. It's not in the show, Doc. Oh, we can't talk about it. <laughs> no, let's do it. I would love to talk about that. Let's what, do I, it. What did you think of the first episode? So, someone who likes the Last of Us series, I do you like the Last. Of I do like the Last of Us series. I think the Last of Us Part so. One is actually very, very, so very weird. Have you called Pat Part One now? Yeah. Um. My, I have mixed feelings on Last of Us Part Two from a story perspective. Gameplay wise, it's one of the best third person shooters the ever most made. Beautiful game I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, but yeah, I was you know initially sort of optimistic for the Last of Us TV show. A lot yeah. of good people involved. I'm a big fan of the show Chernobyl, which the guy who's worked with Neil Druckmann, his name escapes me, Craig Manson. I want to say know, his name is. Uh, that's cool, and this and then Neil Druckmann being involved, and then obviously the casting of Pedro Pascal, who's oh. wonderful in everything he's in. Daddy, sorry, Daddy. yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, he's he's great, and yeah, the show I thought in its first episode did a lot of cool stuff that you know is the same as the game, but also enough different that I'm curious to see what they do because a lot of people may be ragging on it, saying like, why remake the show to look just like scenes from the games, like because. Get this, everybody. Not everybody plays fucking video games. <laughs> and The Last of My Us... My mom will never play The Last of Us. But she'll watch a show. I was thinking about this. There's, there are people who I know who, like, have never played video games, but, like, they'll watch The Last of Us, the movie on YouTube. Or, like, The Witcher. Or, or The Red Dead Redemption. There's a six-hour Red Dead Redemption 2 movie, and I watch something like, this is a damn good movie. I won't yeah. play that game because it's yeah. too long. I don't want to play all the gameplay parts. So people can't play games also. Exactly. So this is just a way for people who can't play the last, maybe just people think in the world. Just about the story. Yeah. It's a good story. It's a great story. How do we tell that story to more people? That's yeah. like what the show's doing. Absolutely. And yeah, there's... Castings, those, those moments where it's like, it is like, I think, I won't spoil it too much, obviously, but you know, there's a very, there's a, a, drive, a driving scene that is like ripped pretty much directly from the game. Frame for frame almost. And it's like, and it was shot really cool in a game and to see it recreated perfectly in the show is, was amazing to watch. But I also really loved, my favorite part of the show was sort of the stuff they've added, like the stuff before the, the like I say the pandemic, but like the like the outbreak so shit hits the fan the outbreak thank you like just those little moments of like seeing you know like characters twitching in the background stuff like that like that's my favorite thing and like apocalypse movies is like seeing before the fall and like it stresses me out yeah but i thought it was great um i'm excited to see where they go i love all the casting like you're saying episode one was great yeah and the next episode comes out tonight the change i like the most yeah and people have talked about this a lot Mm -hmm. i don't think it's a spoiler to talk about it it's it's just like a thing that happens. So it's you not say that, but it's probably going to be a spoiler. No, but like Joel, 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 uh, like bludgeon someone to death yeah. in front of Ellie. That's yeah. not a spoiler. That's just something that happens. That's okay? the gameplay of the game. I mean, that is the gameplay. So <laughs> yep. in the game, uh, in game, Ellie kind of is like, <gasps> like taken aback. But the way that Bella Ramsey played it, who's playing Ellie, is is like, they really liked it. Like mm. they were like. Like yeah. and they like leaned into it, and I think that really plays interestingly into the last was part two Ellie, 
Sure. And I think they're now, Neil Druckmann maybe more so, is thinking more about that characterization right. in the long term. And maybe when they were making part one in 20, like it released in 2013. So when they're making part one in like 2008 and 9 yeah. and 10 or whatever, yep. they probably weren't thinking that far ahead. They're probably like, oh, she's a teenage girl who's scared. Yeah. Just make her look scared. Yeah. But now it's a much more complex character because more media about her has come out. Yeah. They can be like, oh no, she like low-key likes it. And like that like makes sense to the context of this game too. Like, mm-hmm. Like, I think if they were to remake, they are remaking the game, but they're not, like... They already remade the game. But they're not changing the way the animation is. But I think if they were to go back in time and redo that scene, they probably would have made her like it, too, in that scene. I think that's a really interesting choice. The stuff you can change when you, like, know how the story plays out. Yeah. And they've already said, like, they're adding stuff in here they wanted to put in the game. They they just couldn't, which is cool. Like, I guess... That indigenous couple in the woods. Yeah, we're getting a whole Bill episode, and Bill is a character like I want to see more of. I thought usually interesting in the game. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Casting for that. But yeah, I think the show, um, and I've already heard a lot of people who have never heard last being like, "This show is amazing." I'm like, "Yeah, "Yeah, it's cool, man." It's like HBO's highest, second highest ever debut behind House of the Dragon, which makes sense because Game of Thrones. Um, But yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm probably gonna watch it. Maybe not tonight because it comes on pretty late yeah. on Canadian streaming services. But East Coast, at least. Probably watch it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we usually watch it on Monday. Yeah. So we haven't seen episode two, even though you're listening to this. It's probably out. We just watched episode one. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I'm excited. Really good. Really good. So much money's been poured into that. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it's Neil, uh, Neil Druckmann is... is like, I don't agree with all of his story decisions, but I think it's re- I'm really happy for him that because he clearly wants to make films and yeah. television and he gets to do that now. And yeah. it's his baby. I will say I feel that the show not crediting Bruce Stanley is a massive uh, Bruce Stanley was the co-creator of The Last of Us. They didn't, why didn't they do that? They, they haven't credited him. That's lame. Which is weird. I mean, obviously he's not involved in the show, but it's being like... No, but like he should be a co-creator of that IP. Yes. He should be... like So the way that a credit works contractually is you don't get a credit unless you contractually are obligated to get a credit or they decide to give you one because they're nice. So he clearly just, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever contract was signed for IP for The Last of Us back in the day, there was never a clause that said, if a TV show is ever to be made, you'll get a credit. You know what I mean? Bruce Straley, I'm sorry, I pronounced his name wrong. What'd you call him before? Bruce Stanley. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and that because that Bruce is calling for unionization. Of uh, who? Of uh, Body Dog? What? Of who's he calling for unionization of? Uh, games, I think. It games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? That's oh, here he goes. Straley states that it's an, impor- it's, it's an argument for unionization that someone who is part of the co-creation of that world and those characters isn't getting credit or a nickel for the work they put into yeah, it. Yeah, Because, like, yeah, he also created Joel and Ellie and the world and the story. Yeah. He was the co-director of that game. That's something's fishy there from an IP standpoint. Well, this is where, you know, Neil Druckmann's a little... No, but, like, he obviously is doing that and he's able to do that somehow, but he must have gotten him to sign something that says, we're not going to credit you, and he maybe. You know, maybe Bruce Straley was just like, sure, and signed it like 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. who knows? Just credit him. Yeah, all, all it needs to be is like, what worlds and characters created by Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley. You can put your name first, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. No, that's super lame. Yeah, super lame. So, you know, show's good. Doesn't have, it has, you know, that's a little. That's weird. his copyright this exact same way that it's Neil's. Yeah. Why does Neil get to be the face of everything? Sure. Joint ownership is like, kind of the worst way to make something to be honest because then everything's all tangled up with the other person but because clearly they signed something that 
Hey, I know who wrote that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Push um, Square. By the way, that article's from Push Square. Push Square. Um, yeah, that's weird. That that's a thing. Some yeah. contract down the road did that to him. And I think maybe the, the simplest answer is that Neil Druckmann likes the smell of his own farts. <laughs> and he's like, I made The Last of Us and Uncharted. It's like, nah, he didn't. Yeah, interesting. He should have credited him. Yeah. But all that is to that's say... That's not cool. That yeah. doesn't sit right with me. No, it doesn't. But cool show. <laughs> yeah, now if it's got a bunch of... <laughs> Sorry, I, I, thought, I just thought it was important to mention that. No, that's that. interesting, yeah. yeah. And uh, all the people who are screaming at Bella Ramsey for playing Ellie, screw off, I hate you. Oh, yeah, that's like... They're doing an amazing job. Leave them alone. Yeah, they're doing a very good job. Yeah. Sometimes I... It sounds just like Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the voice work in general, Pedro Pascal. Oh, and just like Joel. The actor who plays Tommy, I don't know his name. He's also um, awesome, yeah. But he does an amazing voice. And then, you know, that's not to say that, like, acting, like, an adaptation is just to be the same. Like, I think that's something I what's weird with me with adaptations that, like... Tommy was taking some... Was doing some different stuff. Out sure. Of all of them. But the whole Bella Ramsey thing is like, is, like, they don't look like Ellie. It's like, do you think that's what acting is? Is looking <laughs> like the person? Yeah. Like, you know... Could I play the Count of Monte Cristo? I wouldn't say I have the body for it. But, you know, I could. It may put on a great performance. And, I like, could be Amy Schumer. Sure. Not proud of it, but I could. And, like, I get, like a lot of acting is looking the part. That is part of it. But, like, just, you know, a 14-year-old girl can play Ellie. It's fine. Yeah. They don't have to look like Ashley Johnson. Like, Ashley Johnson doesn't look like Ellie. Do they want Ashley Johnson to be in the game, the movie, the well, show? Ashley Johnson's in the show. Yeah, but they're not playing Ellie. No, no, of course right? they're not playing Ellie. Either. She's not playing Ellie. I don't know. The idea that like someone has to look like the person, the character they're adapting, you know, obviously they can't be like, Ellie's now an 85-year-old man. It's like, okay, <laughs> sure, that's weird, but I don't know. It they're just, playing her so Yeah, well. they're doing a great job. I think it's A perfect. wonderful job. Sometimes, right. like, especially that first scene when they come into the room and it's like count to 10 and Ellie's like one, two, three, four. Like that was such Ellie from the games vibes. Like yeah. the energy that they're putting into the performance is the exact way that I w would want an actor to be portraying that character. Like yeah. perfect beats of sassy and kind of like scared and yeah, it's good. I love it. Yeah. Excited to watch. I'm it. excited to watch more. Probably tomorrow. I didn't really, uh, like the only other thing I think of with games like this is the Witcher show. And I hopped off that pretty quick. You see the Mortal Kombat movie? No. Shit. Shit fucks. I saw Wreck-It Ralph. Kind of, yeah, it's pretty good. I saw the monster. There's a Monster Hunter movie. Oh, cool. It's bad. Yeah, it's real I'm, bad. I like more like like the new Netflix adaptation. Oh, vibes. right, yeah. Like not just a video of games. Yes. <laughs> no, no. It's a. Uh, I mean, they're also making a Fallout show. Oh, really? Which has a lot. I think it has potential to be really good. That's going to be on Amazon. I want to say. Yeah. There's an outpost that needs your help. Oh my god! That's the whole episode. Is that they they try to go forward, but then Preston Garvey comes out and says, "I actually um," it's like, "Please go away." If you chose the Minuteman and Fallout Four, you're a psycho. I can't remember what I chose. I don't know. I don't remember. Fallout Four was kind of a blur. Yeah, I put I put like 50 hours in that game. Could not tell you a single thing about it. 100 hours. I can't remember anything. Uh, but that I think I think that's the show. Cool. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
just a couple quick shout outs. We were, I don't know if it's going to be, I don't think it's out by the time this might come out even, but we were recently on an episode of the Draft Punks where we did a fantasy critic draft. Mm-hmm. So if you're excited to see what games me and Haley are looking forward to this year and also what some other great people are looking forward to. I'm happy with my draft. I am too. I won't reveal it here, obviously, when you listen to the episode. But yeah, it was a lot of fun and we. Uh, I hope I win. I got counterpicked a lot. I'll say that much. Michael got a lot of counterpicked. Because they're, they, they hated Jesus too when he spoke the truth. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, check out that episode when you it goes live. Like Jesus. Me? Yeah. Thank you. Look, look at yourself. And <laughs> <laughs> That's me. The way you looked up. Oh my God, I'm the Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. What's that, bro? Uh, the multi Python's the life of Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Haley, where can people find us? They can find us at Game and Makeup. If you're watching the video format, all of our things are conveniently on the bottom of this page. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching the video format, it's just Game and Makeup on pretty much every platform. Twitter, Twitch, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, YouTube, and um, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking at a little icons. Yeah. I couldn't remember. And um, uh, Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And I'm Haley Fax on Twitter. Yeah. It's a place where you find me. And you're Michael. I'm Mike P. Tucker. Mike on P. Tucker, yes. Uh, Your and full government name. Again, if you liked the episode, it would really mean a lot to us if you gave us a nice review and or rating, uh, whether that's being a like or a comment uh, in our video here. Please subscribe. Uh, if you, cool. Is there anything you want us to talk about on the show? If there's a big news story, please comment it here or send us a message on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to talk about it. We want to give you guys what you want to hear. Um, do you like the game? Do you like the games you talk about? Do you like the format? We're always adapting, willing to change, so please. I like the games. We'll do more games. More games. You can up the next game. Okay. Yeah. That was a fun game, though. I liked that game. It killed me. <laughs> I was literally crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so please, and on Spotify, give us a nice five-star review. It, do, it does really help the algorithm, helps people find us, helps make the show bigger. Oh, wow. You're really, really on your knees, begging. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> <laughs> please i want to be have a manscaped sponsorship please we are not doing manscaped if we ever get a sponsorship we are doing the <laughs> underwear where you get the underwear matching with your partner me undies me undies yeah yeah that's what we'll do anywho i think i think we're signing off anything I else you want to talk are. about no that's it all right that was fun well what's our sign off Haley? i love games and i love you i love you too that's nice all right bye everybody bye everybody